This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Cut Squire Radio, I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo, good evening, man. Man, good evening to you. How you doing, sir? Hey, welcome back to the States, dude. Yeah. You, you, were, uh, you were overseas, right? You went to uh, went, went to went to Greece. Dude, yes, what, yes. Was it like a cruise, or would you were you on one of those islands, or I, did you go see where they make the ouzo, or what? I, what uh, yeah. <laughs> I, that, that's all I'll inquire into that. I'll, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. I will say, all right, so, so, so yes, uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll keep it, uh, there, there is a little pipe smoking that plays into this, but uh, I'll try to keep it uh, a brief. But yeah, man, we went to uh, Greece. My wife and I, we'd uh, been wanting to go uh, uh, for uh, since since a year before we got married, and we we've been uh, looking forward to this trip for quite some time. And uh, it was it was amazing. We went to uh, Santorini, so one of the islands. Uh, had a beautiful view of like the bay and and just uh, the water there is so blue. Went fishing and uh, met some uh, really extraordinary uh, competitive fishermen yeah. and yeah. that sort of thing. And Beautiful weather, honestly, just just absolute paradise. We did take a boat from Santorini to Athens, so we we took a, a ferry and uh, slept on the boat that evening, and then woke up in uh, in Athens. In Athens, got to see the Parthenon and the Acropolis, just all the real and, stuff, man. Man, I like mean, the, the, yeah. the, the the Temple of Hephaestus and the Temple Plus of you, Zeus, and, yeah, uh-huh. and all that stuff, <laughs> uh, and just to learn the history of it too. Like you know the like the Pantheon, Parthenon rather, um, that's up on top of the Acropolis. It stands still in in ruins, but for the most part, it's, it's still there. No, that's right. And yeah. uh, you know, over the years, it's been uh, you know it was a Temple of Athena, and then you know when when Christianity came in, it was a it was a church, and after Christianity, the, there was a a mosque uh, that yeah, was yeah. Uh, built up, and then after that, uh, it was bombed during the Peloponnesian War, one of the wars. Yeah, and that, uh, yeah, and then uh, after that, it was uh, it's just kind of remained in in ruins, and but they light it up at night, and it's gorgeous. And uh, anyway, we went on a, a tour. I want to say uh, uh, on uh, one of our days that we were, we were there, it was like a Greek mythology tour of all of these ancient sites, and uh, we're we're waiting for the the tour guide and everything, and it was us and maybe a few other couples. And all of a sudden, I, I I smell this aroma, and I'm like, "Wait, why do I feel like I'm back at the country squire?" Like, <laughs> I turn around, this dude, uh, older gentleman, uh, rolls up and uh, smoking a pipe. Yeah, and I mean, like, great. Greece, especially in Athens, is very much a smoking city. It's mostly cigarettes and occasionally cigars. Like, you very rarely actually see somebody rocking a pipe. Yeah, or at least this was my experience of the you know three three or four days that I was there. So yeah, so dude rolls up wearing a pipe. His name is Bo. No way. Yeah. So I met that's myself great. in the future. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> in Greece. That's good. Greece. Yeah. Was he short and furry? Uh, he was short. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was he was less less furry, but uh, but definitely enjoying some some good quality. Well, man, I, I'm glad you had fun. You know, it, I feel like you know we've got these travel guides like you know Lonely Planet or Rick Steves, and it's Rick like Steve, yeah. it's like who who needs that when we have uh, when we have Bo York? I don't know. Look, maybe, maybe you ought to maybe you ought to dabble with that, I don't dude. Know. My, my try, wife try a few additions, you know. My wife put together an amazing uh, amazing experience just with uh, you know signing up for like food tours and wine tasting. I will say this: I did not go to the place where they make the ouzo. I kind of felt like I had to. I, I did get a small <laughs> container of ouzo. No, just good. to give it a try. That's you good. Know, when, yeah. when, 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 when in the Rome, source, right? When in Greece, you right. know, drink as the Greeks. 
it is just as disgusting there as it is here. I can report that. You just don't know what's good for you. Oh, and one final note on this too. We visit a lot of churches. And so just the Greek Orthodox tradition yeah. is yeah. home to some of the most amazing mustaches and beards in like the history of the faith. I think that is kind of, of course, you know, I'm hoping our dear friend Andy is listening tonight, who is our, uh, w- w- the local priest here at our, and, our, and Uzo our supplier. Greek church and, and, and Uzo dealer, yeah. uh, although he may not uh, appreciate us mentioning that. But, um <laughs> You know, but but I feel like that is kind of a rite of passage. You know, when you're ordained, uh, you you need to uh, have your beard game's got to be on point, you dude. Know? So I I think that's a thing. There was one yeah. dude that like had this like massive mustache. I mean, I I can't even really his fully... face kind of looked like a fur coat. It was thing. it was amazing. <laughs> there were like cones that were jutting out either like directly on either side of his face. Plus, like his beard also had him jutting out. His face was like a star. Like if his head was like the top yeah, of the star. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. His yeah. mustache and beard made the other points. And it was... I think that would make pipe smoking difficult. I, I would imagine so. <laughs> but, you know, life life does find a way. Yeah. Hey, shout out, by the way, to uh, Eddie Gray, who uh, uh, joined us uh, last week on Country Squire Radio, uh, our first ever YouTube-featured personality. It's a great mashup, man. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I love man. love that we get the opportunity to do that from from time to time. Of course, uh, he was able to step in and, uh, and you know, as we kind of uh, introduced that new series. Yeah. But, you know, next last week, not only was uh, I out of town, but uh, you, major events in the life of the Country Squire, the it was, grand reopening. It was awesome, man. Golly, it's just been a real wild couple of weeks and it's been wonderful i feel so energized frankly because we uh got all this stuff behind us you know <laughs> it's like well i can check these boxes off and you know feel uh feel like i can uh get back to doing what i love now you know we've got the move through us and all that stuff man our, well, it's our, polished our, now well it you know it looks it looks Ish. good yeah i mean you know we got all this old furniture junk and stuff in here these old cabinets and and everything, and uh, and and it just feels like home, you know. We're uh, we're nesting, I think, pretty well. So yeah, man, we had our, our grand reopening last week. It was awesome. Of course, the, our friends at Perdomo uh, Cigars help us come in and break it in. I, I <laughs> almost called the event seasoning the squire because it's Ooh, like you know what I mean. It's that yeah. you know it, we we got to you know yellow up the walls a little bit, right? It gets <laughs> get that nice uh, that nice hazy nicotine color going around here. But anyway, had a good time, live music and. Lots of food. It was just really great. And made a dedication. We did, man. This was really this was really special. As you know, longtime listeners of the show know, the Country Squire was started by a, a family here in 1970 named the Reeves family, uh, Gwen and Jim Reeves. And um, you know, when you whenever you move, especially a historic shop like the Country Squire, you, you know, there's a you want to there's an opportunity to do some special things there that you're not going to get again, right? Mm-hmm. Until maybe some other big big change happens, and so. You know, we've got all this beautiful space and and everything, and the history of our shop is so important to kind of our DNA, our identity. We want to be that place that's uh, that's different. When you come in, you feel like you're part of the family and all that. And and the Reeves family were a big a big piece of that. And so I feel like we were going to miss the opportunity if we didn't do it then. And so actually, we decided to uh, our new beautiful lounge that's just right, uh, you know, about twenty feet to our left. We decided to name it the Reeves Room, and that that was really special. So it, you know, it was just something that we thought we'd do, kind of in honor of of them. And uh, it was really neat. I found some old pictures too. I'll just yeah. uh, hold up briefly. Um, you know, you won't be able to see these really on air, but uh, some really old photos of of Mr. Reeves and of course Miss Gwen who hired me. <laughs> um, just just really neat. I love this. This must have been right after they opened. Uh, but if you if you look closely, if you ever come to the shop, maybe you can see it. But there's a picture of Mr. Reeves standing in front of our old pipe walls. And there is this scale right here, like th- this scale 
that's oh, wow, uh, that's yeah. on the counter is is literally right there, huh. uh, which is kind of kind of neat. With uh, brand new, looks looks really shiny, uh, <laughs> very low mileage on it. And uh, of course, that is not the case today. But uh, <laughs> I'm imagining the um, the boards, the pipe uh, pipe boards behind them are They're the same ones that are up. They, the they are, yeah, yeah. They they absolutely are. They're the same same ones. Of course, we saved those and and brought those over. So right, you yes. know, it, so it was great to dedicate. It was great to celebrate. We probably had 80, 80 you know folks here that night. Just uh, lots of beer flowing and and music and all that <laughs> stuff. But honestly, it's good to get it kind of behind you. You know, like I'm a I'm a tobacconist. I love you know. <laughs> Well, I was about to say I love throwing parties, but I really don't love throwing parties. You know, I'm kind of introverted, right? And so, I, you know, it was fun to have all my friends here, and we celebrated, and we got the shop nice and broken in. But, you know, what's been nice is I've been able to get back in the in the kitchen, you know? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like enjoying, you know, the blending the leaves again and just kind of feeling it in my fingers, enjoying smoking um uh, smoking my pipe as a as a way to relax instead of a way to get through you know <laughs> it's just so funny i feel right, i right, almost right. feel like i've kind of come back uh come back a little bit it's really uh really nice just to get all that uh get stuff and get uh get back uh you know going down the path of, of the things you really love to do so um anyway it, it's been a fun week and and really exciting. I celebrated this weekend by um, having some folks over to the house and did, did something this weekend I never never thought I would do that I've raged against on this show. I, I might do it again. I'm trying to think of what this could be. But I used a I used a torch lighter to light my pipe. Oh. Now this is a big no no. Hey, and, and and the reason the reason I did it is because, well, I couldn't find anything else and I was surrounded by cigar smokers. But also that was number one. But number B is that I was smoking my Daverin Morta, which can, which I think can handle it, right? If any, if any pipe can handle it, then, then I'm thinking the Morta pipe could probably handle it. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but anyway, I, you know, it worked good. You, it worked great. It, it just incinerated the tobacco, but it got it lit quickly. And then I could kind of carry on the conversation again. Without hey, having a monkey with it. hey so, man, there's salvation in Christ. It's I don't a, know. No, there okay. is. It's and okay. and yeah, I love yeah. being forgiven and <laughs> redeemed and, and all those things. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it you know. It uh don't don't do as I say not as I do yeah but uh, I did that this weekend you're repenting and, and I'm kind of unrepentant I don't know I mean it was you know it, it that, but again as the the purest uh, in me is going to tell you to just just never do that and you know no one's listening to this so no one will know that I no, did that no, I, it's, obviously it's yeah. fine it's fine yeah, right there's not thousands of people that you've now confessed <laughs> that to that's great uh, amen. so uh so glad glad to hear such a such amazing success man the the dedication in particular that that's that's awesome I mean it just you know, the, the thought about, you know, I mean, just what, what a blessing you are, not just to the pipe community, but, um, you know, just to the, to the legacy of the Reeves. I mean, they, well, they, that's kind, man. they, so many people when they sell their businesses and that sort of thing, there's always kind of this question of what, what are they going to do with it? Because you really are, it's completely <laughs> out of your hands. Right. Uh, but man, you've, you've just, uh, constantly paid homage to, to the folks that, that laid the groundwork for this shop and this community and, uh, man, I just applaud you for that. I, I see that. Well, thanks, man. You know, th- really this is this is just, um, you know, the next the next guy down the road. Right. So we, we've always said that, you know, the shop, you know, God willing, will continue to go another another almost five decades. And there will be some guy, uh, you know, down the road after that, that uh, is a sucker enough to take <laughs> on something like this, you know, and he'll he'll have his own twist or she'll uh, have her own twist on it. And and uh, it will go from there. But right now, we're we're happy to be uh, where we are. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah. That's good. I, now I see. But that that does clear it up. So you're just you're just setting. You're like trying to set a precedent. So when you do sell it, be like, hey, by the way, I, I did a whole room dedication to the people I bought it from. Just, <laughs> just, just, just 
putting it out there, just thinking about it. You know. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's, that's what I did when I bought the shop. So I mean, you know, I'm just saying, yeah, that's it. All They'll right, probably man. dedicate the bathroom to me or something. So hopefully, folks will get a chance if they didn't make it up here for the uh, the reopening. Uh, we do have a yep. big event that's coming up uh, very very soon here, the Jackson Pipe Night. No, that's right, November first. Uh, that's a Thursday night. We've never done this event on a Thursday, but. It worked out great because our friends from Law DC could could be here that night. So Jackson Pipe Night is the the annual event every year. We have lots of food. Typically we have music. I'm hoping we can line that up again this year. But then also our slow smoke competition, uh, oh, yeah. which is the the big deal. And so we really uh, look forward to that this year. Thursday night, our friends from Law DC will be here. They are the distributor of Savinelli Pipes, uh, Cornell and Deal, GLP's Tobaccos, uh, as a host of others, Caribbean Lighters. Uh, lots of accessories, and soon to be Peterson pipes as oh, well. Okay, and so I'm not sure. I, I think this might be this event is going to be a little too early for them to have Petersons here at the event. Although I could be wrong about that, but I know we'll definitely have lots of Savinellis and and Rossies, and and as everyone knows, we've been a Savinelli shop for a very long time. So, so look forward to that. Yep. One other little announcement too. Uh, to, you know, we've doing a couple things to kind of celebrate the shop as far as reopening this month. We've got our Chacombe pipe sale going on that's still going on through the rest of september yeah uh and so uh y- you can find all those pipes on our website there's a few left some really pretty ones all those are 20 percent off and then we're also doing a good old-fashioned raffle you know this is something we don't take advantage of often enough i feel like i don't know like, i i mean like raffles to some extent like that that almost seems synonymous with the uh, pipe club and and yeah, that, that you, know, thing, it, you know it's fun sometimes it's but, it's, 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 it's low-hanging fruit it's yeah easy. no it, it is it <laughs> is but but we we wanted to do something fun so we're doing a raffle you can uh you don't have to be local here to participate oh. you can actually uh buy a raffle ticket uh through our website and uh, of course that's the country uh if you go to accessories uh, and then look for September raffle ticket. Uh, you'll be able to find it. But uh, we're raffling off. Um, so, you know, we've got, uh, you know, pipe again, the Country Squire, we're a pipe shop, but we do have a large cigar community here. And so we're raffling. The winner gets to pick their 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 gift, actually. So um, we're giving away one gift, but the winner gets to pick which one he or she wants. And so okay. uh, for our cigar friends, we've got a, a exclusive box of Camachos over there. Really, really nice. But what we're what I wanted to mention tonight, obviously for our radio show, uh, is this beautiful Peterson amber stem pipe um, that is Ooh. valued at four hundred and forty dollars, uh-huh. and uh, and so we're gonna be raffling this off, and uh, it's gonna be gonna be awesome. So uh, yeah, snag up a ticket if you want to. Uh, we'll be drawing that uh, next uh, next Saturday, and you know wherever you are in the world, if you win this, we'll uh, we'll ship it to you. But, That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's got a real amber stem. They found a bunch of this stuff in their uh, factory, I think, uh, I don't know, it's been a couple years ago now, but I made some limited edition pipes. It's got real sterling, uh, silver, which of course has a beautiful patina. That's a P-lip, uh, uh, and, and, and the, and the amber stem is actually a P-lip stem, wow. which I don't know how you carve amber to begin with, but I was kind of <laughs> holding this amber up to the light, like looking for like a little mosquito in there or something, thinking right. like maybe we could start our own <laughs> Jurassic Park. I, I don't know. But but anyway, um, so so you may find the mosquito, and and this, and you uh, may with along with our friends from Peterson, uh, start your own uh, science experiment. So, you do have um, a John Hammond look going on right now. Do you like that? Yeah, yeah. John Hammond Cole up yeah, in yeah. here. That's, oh, that's, that's terrifying. Great. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. That'd be great. Awesome, man. Well, that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we also mentioned a few episodes back the uh, custom cob competition has returned this year and is going to be our uh, for our Thanksgiving-themed episode. So you can uh, get all the wonderful information through Facebook this week. Uh, we'll have all the uh, the details. It'll be the exact same way we ran the Custom Cobb competition last year, just a different holiday. 
That's right, Thanksgiving. So give thanks for the Custom Cobb competition, and we will give thanks to see all of your amazing entries, uh, which will be, of course, featured on the show. Uh, more details. I'm, ex- I'm excited about, about that. About well. that. Yeah, I, I can only imagine the uh, creativity that's going to come from that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And finally, one last thing we have to make mention of before we jump into the uh, the meat and potatoes of this year episode, and that is a shout out to uh, someone who is very near and dear to our hearts, and uh, to near and dear to the hearts of many listeners out there. That's Brian Levine. Uh, Brian Levine, of course, the host of the uh, the Pipes Magazine radio show, yeah. a uh, a podcast, uh, the the podcast. Uh, that if you, uh, it's like one of those things, remember the, uh, you know, if you see one movie this year, see Star Wars, if you see two movies this year, see Star Wars and Austin Powers, <laughs> to some extent, that's what, you know, if, if you listen to one podcast, listen to the Pipes Magazine. That's <laughs> like, right. Like, that's know, right. And, you and if two, you have the time to listen to two, maybe throw us in there. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. the, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it depends on how desperate you are for more content. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> but man, Brian is celebrating six years, six years of the Pipes podcasting, Magazine man, show. which is just so great. You know, if. Uh, of course, you know, we have uh, from the beginning just, you know, had a great relationship with Brian. He is so uh, encouraging to me as a professional, but also it's been fun to connect and cross over with him uh, through this. Man, he's the he's the godfather of of pipe smoking media, you know, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah absolutely. and and I, I love that. I just think it's um it's it's been a whole lot of fun. Uh, Mike from uh, Pipe and Tamper recently, you know, he was kind of talking about how Brian is kind of like the godfather of it. And it, and it uh, I, I think that feels right. You Absolutely. Know? But you got to think six years consistently putting out incredible content, lots of great interviews, uh, super informative. Um, you know, he just he has uh, he has such a way uh, with folks um and 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 love to loves to make fun of uh furry little southerners you know with uh small feet <laughs> yeah I was about uh, to say. you know it, it, but but brian he's just so plugged into the pipe world man there's no one like him and we're uh you know even if he is crotchety we're uh we're, we're really grateful for him <laughs> yeah he's, he's like he's like he's like to some extent like the obi-wan kenobi of this show if obi-wan was kind of like cynical and me like like you know right. like making fun of uh luke like, <laughs> like come on you idiot yeah, you, know, yeah. you can do better than that <laughs> Exactly. Shape it up, you know. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, give, give it Luke Skywalker right. a shut up button. It's all in love, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's all in love. Love yeah. and I, it's it's not just love, but absolute <laughs> respect. And we we have absolutely. nothing but uh, love and respect for him. And uh, just uh, we 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 lift our uh, our glasses to you, sir. And uh, congratulations on uh, six years. And man, uh, yes, here's here's indeed. to the next. Yep, that's right. All right. That's right. So tonight, man, on Country Squire Radio, we are talking about. Dunhill tobaccos, uh, and we're doing so in a way different from the way that we've talked about Dunhill in the past. We actually, if I'm not mistaken, have had a Dunhill featurette show, but we're asking kind of a question this episode, and that is the final stretch. The final stretch? Did yeah. I hear a question mark in there? That was that was the goal. There's a little think, inflection. No, you did it good. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's good. The final stretch. Question never, mark. Yeah, never do. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Uh, yeah, you know. So that's this has been the talk of um, the pipe world, right, over the past two years, and uh, and, and you know it's it's been uh, to a lot of mixed emotions and uh, you know uh, furor and. Uh, excitement, everything else. It's uh, you know, but Dunhill Tobacco's going away, right? And so we just kind of wanted to explore that a little bit. This this came up uh, to my mind recently because uh, th- there's all these uh, all this kind of confusion popping up uh, in in tobacco world. You know, Dunhill, of course, they announced, uh, and we'll, we'll get into the his- some history of this in in a second. But they announced they're going to discontinue the tobaccos and the you know the people that uh, own the rights to it and everything. That's for a variety of reasons, but. You know, I've been seeing this stuff pop up, and, mm. and it's just so goofy, right? So 
you know, he, here's here's what a Dunhill Durbar tin looks like. Okay, so we have we have Durbar, a little we yellow tin. Very uh, recently not, featured them. Uh, not Durbar, not not particularly saying. attractive looking tin, but but then there's this other tin called uh, Robert McConnell. It's called uh, Durbar Square. Look look familiar, Bo? Uh, yeah, you could is, almost say that, that it's the exact maybe same the exact same branding. Thing. So here uh, here's another tin we all know and love. Uh, Dunhill Early Morning Pipe. It's got the little rooster on there with the uh, the sunrise. Uh-huh. Be- beautiful artwork, and then. And look at this other Robert McConnell blend. Do you, you see? It's got like this little chickadee looking thing. Uh huh. And, and and what does that say, Bo? Uh, it says lawsuit. I mean, I'm <laughs> sorry. It says it says early bird. It early, bird. early bird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so our our uh, one of our favorites, nine six five. Of course, one of the uh, choices of uh, Mississippi's most famous pipe smoker, William Faulkner. Uh, and, and again, we have, uh, of course, the favorite Robert McConnell, My Mixture 999. Wow. Right? Okay, um, yeah. We, we've got Dunhill Nightcap, uh, and, and <laughs> this is uh, just so classy. We have, uh, from Robert McConnell, Nightclub. Oh, yeah. Right? I feel like that should be a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> and, and then, of course, uh, Ye old Sign from Dunhill, and, and uh, it's classic with the little uh, guy with his uh, curly hair smoking little, his little church warden. Old, uh, and, and, and look at this. It's uh, it's the old sign. Oh, the? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, they got the American... I mean, they're, uh, they're literally not even trying, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and so, uh, others from Robert McConnell actually don't have these in stock, but uh, instead of aperitif from uh, from Dunhill, we have the appetizer. Wow. <laughs> instead of uh, Royal Yacht, we have Royal Island. Well, you take the yacht to the island. No, that's right. That's right. And then, of course, uh, we have, uh, instead of Elizabethan mixture, we have Majesty Elizabeth. Oh, my. Um, and, and, and again, we featured uh, Robert McConnell not too long ago. On uh on Country Squire Radio, we love their tobaccos. I mean, it's just a great uh you know. Bl- of course, they're made by Kohlhaas and Kopp uh in in Germany. Uh, a fantastic tobacco blender, uh, historic brand. They make awesome stuff. Um, but this is hilarious. Like I, who wants to you know? I'm a sophisticated night uh, pipe smoker that's been smoking nightcap for decades. Uh, out of my fancy Dunhill. Uh, you know, I've got a, a Sillum's lighter that's got, you know, rhinestones on it and all this stuff. And I put it in my sweet Chacombe uh, leather bag that's got all these things. And I'm going to smoke something called Nightclub. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, you know, you just, it, it, I don't know. It does seem a little concerning because, you know, when the yeah. Germans show up and they start taking your stuff, it just, it, <laughs> historically speaking, that's just, uh, well, there is, there is that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that could be its own episode. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you've got these Dunhill tobaccos, uh, Dunhill's going away. What what does this mean? Obviously, we're going to see more of this. Uh, I think going forward because people want to make these clones of of Dunhill tobaccos, right? Can I? Is that? Hmm, I, how do I say this? The old sign. Is that? Are we? Are we cool with that? Like, I mean, like it's one thing to make a. <laughs> You know, I like the, you know with 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 where the the industry is right now. I mean, right. like everybody's looking for various tobaccos to kind of replace, you know, to rotate in where uh, 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 old tobaccos were. But but all right, let's, so early bird. This early, is good. that little chicken thing on there looks like I drew it with my left hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it it looks like a knockoff. I mean, it is it a knockoff. So ridiculous. And I mean, to some extent, like yeah. you know what it looks like actually. Uh, <laughs> all of these remind me of uh, those movies 
like those really, really like low quality, like straight directive DVD movies. Yeah. That no, they, that's right. They try to get the parents to buy them because like, you know, the Avengers <laughs> isn't out. So here's like the Avengers or something like that. <laughs> you know, the Avengers instead of like, you know, the, the, tra- the Transformers, it's like the Transmorphers or right. something of that nature. <laughs> it, this kind of reminds me of that, that whole industry. And yeah. Isn't there, isn't there a way to create a new tobacco that rotates in without having to do so in such a blatant like? Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, how do how do you even say it? Like we and obviously they weren't they weren't even trying to hide it, right? I mean, it's not even like this blend is an homage to. No, this is a this is early bird, man. It's got that little chicken thing. Yeah, no, I mean it's yeah, it is what it is, and I mean like. <laughs> You know, there there is there's something to be said about you know gathering that initial visual. I mean, how does it smoke? I guess is more no, that's question, that's right? great. Like, so well, and and you know, this is not the first time we've experienced this with Dunhill. So we, in in the first part of 2017 last year, uh, British American Tobacco they, uh, you know, they have had the rights to the Dunhill tobaccos uh, for uh, several years now, and they uh, last year they merged with R.J. Reynolds of uh, Reynolds American. And very shortly thereafter, decided they were going to get rid of some of their lower uh, performing, more niche kind of market stuff to focus on the big things, consolidate and and and, you know, kind of uh, move on. And so one of those things, obviously, was Dunhill uh, tobaccos, the Dunhill tobacco line. And so you think uh, Dunhill, it's not just uh, pipe tobacco. It's it's a whole host of cigars as well. You know, they had a lot of uh, the cigars that actually had gotten some acclaim, some aged Maduro stuff and Others I'm not super familiar with, mm. but they, um, you know, were like, well, we're just going to get rid of all this. But what a lot of folks, you know, don't realize, particularly if you've entered the pipe market over the past five years, you know, if, you, if you've been a, become a pipe smoker over the past five to eight years, that Dunhill has gone off and back on the market multiple, right. multiple times, right? Uh, this isn't the first time this has happened. Dunhill uh, had been off the market for several years uh, before it was reintroduced in 2010 in America. Um, and we're only talking about eight years ago, right? I mean, it's eight, eight years. So this, you know, early morning pipe and nightcap and all this other stuff, it's only been on the American market for, for eight years. Um, and, and, you know, you got to remember, these, these are not the original recipes. Uh, you know, these tobaccos over the years have changed. You know, a lot of folks have said, oh, the... You know, back when the Murray Company made it, it tasted so much better than this stuff that you know STG TG is making. Some people are like, "No, the STG stuff is superior, and it's even better than it was in the '90s, and mm-hmm. all this." And it's, uh, you know, and so on and on. But you know, each and every time this happens, you know, so it 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 goes away, it comes back, it goes away, it comes back. Um, you know, the, there's constant change in this stuff. I mean, and and let's remember, tobacco is a plant, right? And so it's dependent on, uh, you know, the the soil and the uh, yeah, availability of availability of of a good crop, right? And mm-hmm. so so all that. So the the tobaccos that were introduced again in 2010 were, um, you know, as close facsimiles to the originals that they could get. But um, you know, a, again, in general, these are different. These are different tobaccos. And so um, so so what what's happening now, right? Is we're seeing these Dunhill, you know, every Dunhill's about to leave the market again, um, and, and we're starting to see these clones pop up, like like uh, like night nightclub, um, and. <laughs> Exactly. And um, the, the old sign. And, you know, the thing is, uh, these are these are very reputable tobacco houses that are doing this kind of stuff. OK, so keep in mind, OK, is this like, you know, kind of lame and kitschy and it's like they're even, they're, you know, we know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're open about what they're doing. 
the the thing is like this tobacco i haven't tried any of it but it's probably really good it's probably really good it better be it, no it better be right it it, it better be but it, it it probably is really good you got to think you know folks have been making dunhill uh matches for for years and years if you look at uh our friends from sutliff who uh make great tobaccos and um is kind of experiencing a uh, resurgence right now. They are producing a a clone of every single Dunhill blend, but they didn't just start doing this. You can buy it in bulk from them today. I mean, they've got everything from Elizabethan mixture to you know nine six five. I mean, you you name it. They've they've pretty much got all the the big stuff uh, that you can buy in bulk. You know, many, many other houses, of course, Robert McConnell, who uh, iconic brand. And, and, you know, we've seen this before, right? I mean, think of other tobaccos we've featured on here before. Einstein's Tobacco Revelation. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our friends at Cornell and Deal, they have one called Epiphany. And if you read the back, it's, you know, sounds a lot like Revelation, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, other things like that. So you're going to see more and more of this. I think the thing to keep in mind is give some of these tobaccos a chance. Because Dunhill is leaving the market, this is not, again, the end of the world. I mean, every time it's reintroduced, every time it comes out, there's, there's going to be changes. There's going to be stuff. And so a lot of these tobaccos, you know, this is an opportunity to try new blends. You know, these are um, these these uh, tobaccos, even though their names are frankly, you know, ridiculous, they they may even be better than the current stuff on the market, you know, and, and I really believe that. I, Man. I, I, I really I really believe that. And I, I'm, you know, and I'm here I am saying it, but I'm you're not, applying some polish to this right here. No, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, you know, I don't you know, do I really want to be caught dead smoking? I don't know. Majesty Elizabeth, that doesn't even sound right. That doesn't you know? sound right. But I mean, you know, it's um, and maybe it's a German thing. But it's one of those things that you know, the, these these are um tobaccos that folks are making to try to mimic other storied tobaccos, right? Yeah, and and so th- think of the great artists in the past that have been mimicked and and done things and uh, you know, not just tobacco painting or uh, you know, any kind of art, you know, sculpting or whatever. And it's like, well, we're going to do something similar, but it's going to be our twist. And you know, maybe you don't call it the Statue of David. Maybe you call it. Of David's statue, but you know, I I, I don't know. I, I just think there might be some merit to trying some of these things. Uh, you know, the statue what I mean? of David. Uh, right. Okay. So so uh, yes, right. Like when it comes to uh, from the standpoint of of uh, custom blends or an attempt to kind of you know match a a product that no, that's no longer on the market, like that that makes sense. That's part of the way the industry works. That's part of the way every single industry works. Um, when something's not available, innovation steps in and, no, that's and right. tries to yeah. create it, fulfill that need that's not being met. And ideally, as you say, you know, with with artisans coming in, improve upon that and maybe uh, create something, you know, wholly different that, that emerges out of that attempt. And so, yeah, absolutely. That's great. It don't have to look like that. Though. Like that's that's like that's, <laughs> that's where fair. I feel no, that, like that, that's fair. That's fair. Th- th- there's a th- it it would seem there has to be a way to do that because let's say that you go you know with we'll just use yield sign and the old sign. Let's say that that you are a huge fan of yield sign and you start picking up the old sign. Well, even if it tastes great, it you know what I would even argue it could taste exactly the same. But there is going to be something about popping open that tin, a can of the old sign, off-brand, right. you know, uh, <laughs> you know, well, no, it's Kroger got, versus Kellogg type, you know, thing. It's like going to the yeah the store and you get the uh yeah the the bootleg Fruit Loops or whatever you exactly. know in in the big plastic bag. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. Man, I colorful really do, circles. I really yeah. do prefer the colorful circles. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's what this is. And so, like, like you say, you that's may true. love it. You that's may true. love it. You, no, that's great. But you, you don't. Love, but you don't tell your friends that you love it, right? Well, you know, what? hey, <laughs> I, I, hey. I love nutty nuggets more so than grape nuts. 
Nutty Nugget. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that's the difference. Is I, I was no brought one ever up catches on me brought a nut, buying a Nutty Nugget. <laughs> I was brought up yeah. on Nutty Nuggets. Oh, you know, good. Kroger brand. That's how we were brought oh, up. That's, that's good. No, that's, that's that's good. So all you know, these tobaccos again are going away. We're going to see tobaccos popping up. It, it, just as a note too, this Robert McConnell stuff that we're having a lot of fun picking on tonight. Um, this is currently not available in the American market, and you know you're going to see this stuff in Europe more, but. Um, the reason you probably won't see this in the American market is because, well, no, it's actually, believe it or not, it's, it's due to the current, uh, the, the new FDA rules that of course our, our, uh, our, you know, pipe, uh, community has been dealing with over the past couple of years here. And so, uh, you know, these are not, even though the old sign is really close to ye old sign, these are different tobaccos and each one of these SKUs would have to be resubmitted to the <sighs> FDA. Man, I wish I'd known. I would have picked and some so, up while no, I was in you Greece. Could, I, you know, some, some of that Greek nightclub, right? Yeah. 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 Actually, I went to a Greek night. That's a whole other thing. I don't want to hear anything yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, so... One thing I want to mention, a lot of folks have uh, been asking, look, should I start snapping up these Dunhill 10s, right? I mean, is this something that I need to to do you got to think the the closest comparison we have to this over the past you know several years has been the mcclellan thing right earlier this year mcclellan goes out of business all of a sudden the a tin of frog morton can buy it on you know ebay or whatever for you know 75 dollars for a you know 15 dollar tin or something like that i mean just it's crazy stuff you know this is a little different though i want to just kind of um, it, at least analyze this a little bit. And, and I may be completely wrong on this. So I don't want anyone to make their uh, tobacco investment bets based on what, I, what I'm about to tell you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all on pork bellies. Yeah, everything on pork bellies. It's all pork bellies. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> no, you, you know, when you, when you got to think about how McClellan went down, right? And so McClellan was overnight. Like they were cranking out and, and, and pushing this stuff out. And then overnight, without any notice, retailers would try to reorder the stuff, and it was just gone. And they were like, oh, well, you know, it's out of stock and might be back in stock soon. Okay, well, okay. And, and, and then two weeks later, they were just, you know what, we're done. We're, we're, we're done. And so we, with McClellan, we had zero notice at all. No one had time to stock up. You know, there was very little lead time on this to kind of prepare for, um, for that. And I think that added to some of the speculation and some of the you know, buying tobacco tins, flipping it for three, four, five times what they're worth, that kind of thing. Uh, and you'll you'll continue to see that. Of course, McClellan tobaccos are uh, much uh, less distributed, you know, than than Dunhill tobaccos. At least at least that's my thought. You know, in this case, Dunhill, uh, you know, this has been a, a, a thing that we've been aware of for getting close to two years now. And so folks have had, you know, months and months and months to prepare for this, you know, to stock up these huge stockpiles of of tobacco and of course Dunhill kept making it even after they announced it and so just the the market has a lot more of this on the market and so uh y- you know can can you still find this stuff yeah i mean y- you can you know it's not uh, they're not to my understanding they're not producing it anymore but you know it's not like you you call a bunch of tobacconists and you can't find them I and mean, goodness sakes here i've got uh, these cans i just showed you right here there's a ye old sign right you know you can buy that today at the country squire um if we were open, because we're not, but um, <laughs> but you know, it, so there's a uh, there's a sense in which you know, it, okay, is it getting close to time? Do you want to put you a few tens back? Well, maybe so, um, but I don't think as an investment thing, this is going to be the same as the as the McClellan stuff. Don't don't anticipate buying a can of Nightcap and then you know by March of 2019 selling it for 
you know, eighty dollars. Right. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Well, um, and there's know, too much of it on the market. Yeah, and, and as you, you mentioned, just kind of with the because of the preparation time, you do have these companies that are that are have been working on replacement style tobaccos for this. Uh, for quite some time, so you don't have the the scrounging of everybody trying to to figure out you know recapture the match at a fraud Morton or something of that nature. Yeah, no, that's um, right. You know, yeah. without without years of of uh, you know investment and and trying to figure out exactly you know how how one might go about that. So, you know, it, it's not going to be you know you've got you got yep like you say some lead time and the potential for some really solid handoffs. Yeah, uh, from industry taste standards that is. No, I I think so. And you're going to have a lot of folks, you know, that are coming out with these clones and have already for years, you know, with uh, with with Mike McNeil and, and McClelland, uh, you know, let's be honest, Mike, he he's probably going to take some of those recipes to their grave with him because he's just stubborn, <laughs> you know. And, and so will will those be introduced at some point? I, you know, I highly doubt it. Uh, will the Dunhill stuff be picked up at some point or heavily reproduced because those uh, are more. Uh, readily readily available leaves or uh you know the recipes are easier to mimic i, I don't know but uh it seems more likely to me that that'll be the case so anyway but coming soon to the country squire toad cellar <laughs> <laughs> it's toad morton cellar frog frog right <laughs> frog basement <laughs> frog's basement frog, frog barrel basement on the bayou <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's it. So, yeah, we'll see. This is, uh, you know, it's an interesting time. But, um, you know, the Dunhill tobaccos are popular enough and uh, this stuff just cracks me up. And so I that's thought I, I felt like we had to uh, had to explore that. Dude, what a what a, yeah. what a what a what a treasure trove. Oh, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarity. That was, that was good. You by, love, uh, by the way, these pictures will be up on the Facebook page. And uh, I feel and, like we got it. Yeah, I don't know. We Maybe we need to make something with uh, nightclub here. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do a quick we, after we get done recording. Let's do a photo shoot with a 10 on, on next to the picture. And all yeah, that that'd be good. Yeah, 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 I like that. We'll, we'll throw I like that. that on up there. <laughs> Where's well, the deal? As these uh, various, you know, clone tobaccos or, or whatever you uh, you want to. We should, we should actually, you know, I know we were going to call this the stretch, but maybe, maybe we should actually call this episode Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Dunhill, Attack of the Clones. But, uh, that's as, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty good, that, that might be the name of it. Yeah. But uh, as you are going out and sampling a lot of these tobaccos <laughs> that are kind of entering into these uh, potentially open spaces in the... Uh, in in the future and and even in some instances the present, uh, the best way to do it is make sure you're getting the quality smoke that allows you to figure out all of the various flavors that are there. That make sure that this is you know take that strategic surgical approach to ensure that this is the tobacco that will fulfill uh, the spot in your in your smoking rotation. Yeah, the, the hole in your rotation that you've got to fill with something. Well, we want to pick the right tobaccos, and obviously the way to do that is with a a, a cool, clean smoking pipe that gives you the uh, the purest uh, flavor of the tobacco, and of course, uh, the best way to do that is uh, a pipe from 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 where our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we're featuring uh, the Missouri Meerschaum Cole Younger pipe. Uh, this is part of their Outlaw series, and it's a a fantastic pipe. Sixteen ninety nine cool. retail value. Um, it's a great pocket sized pipe with a generous bowl, and it has that uh, kind of spindle uh, mushroom top to the top of it, and a uh, and a rounded bottom. Really classy, polished, uh, polished pipe with a nice sterling stem uh, there on on the band, and so uh, just such such a beautiful pipe. It's a great pipe to get started with, and also uh, kind of give you you know you're already making a statement with the corn cob pipe, but this gives you a little edginess. You know, this might be uh, something uh, maybe our poker fans love, or uh, poker pipe fans love, or uh, you know if if you're kind of in the male 
you know, uh, you know, pushing the envelope and how you look and aesthetics. You know, this might be something up your alley. I don't know, or, or any of our cowboys out there, obviously. <laughs> uh, and so, anyway, the uh, the Cole Younger pipe uh, available from Missouri Mearsham Corncobpipe dot com or at uh, at your favorite uh, pipe tobacconist. And so, um, man, just great pipes from Missouri Mearsham. We believe in them. Uh, if you have smoked a, a Missouri Mearsham, a Cole Younger pipe, uh, tweet it out. Uh, you know, so forward that to us. We'd love to uh, retweet that. And uh, and make sure that they know that um, we're glad they're sponsoring the show. Absolutely, man. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe Question of the Week. All right, brother, we got Pipe Question of the Week. It's coming in from Duff Duffman. Duff Duffman. Really? Is that a character from like The Simpsons? No, that's that beer they drink, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Duff, Duff beer? Duff beer. Well, maybe yeah. it was Duff, Duff, Duff beer, Duff, uh, founded by Duff Duffman. Uh, probably uh, was, actually. <laughs> it probably, was, uh, probably was. After after uh, uh, Stuff Beer went off the market, Duff Beer came in, and uh, that's, how, that's how that worked. All right, no, uh, Duff Duffman, <laughs> he writes in, a question from a new pipe smoker. Uh, are square tin vacuum... Are, oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Are square tins vacuum sealed like round tins are? He says, my local brick and mortar does not move their pipe tobacco very fast, and I have found a few square tins that open up a little too easily. Uh, And I suspect that someone has opened the tin for whatever reason, and they have just dried out sitting on the shelf. Any advice you can give would be much appreciated. Keep up the good work. Your podcast is top-notch. Let's go have a day or a night or whatever you say in Jackson. Again, that is from... Duff Duffman. Yeah, great question. The, you know, it, it's so funny because I think, you know, it, it particularly as a flake tobacco smoker, I think the square vacuum seal tins are the best looking tins on the market. I, I feel when I buy a tin and I want to feel special because I bought a tin, you know, it's like I bought these new running shoes and I feel special because I bought it or what, right, you know, whatever right. the new widget is you bought that you're yeah. like, man, I'm going to feel good after I buy that. Right. The square vacuum seal tin is the one for me, and, and, and it, it always has been. There's just something about it, but let's be honest, they're terrible. Whoa. <laughs> they look so cool. I love how they uh, store, at, you know, or, or pack, you know, fit in, uh, you know, your cellar or whatever, but um, they are so incredibly unreliable uh, when it comes to keeping over time, and, and, and frankly, just, just pop open regularly. I mean, wow. I you know, and yeah. you'll see these very valuable tins that... Uh, have done this. I think uh, to myself, um, uh, our, our friend uh, Mark actually he ordered from us a, a tin of uh, Butera Pelican uh, again in a rectangular tin, and uh, you know it had, it had popped open in the mail. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that just uh, you know the square is not as strong as the circle kind of thing. And so 
Uh, it's perfect for uh, flight tobacco because it fits and it's you know just uh, makes sense to store it that way. Uh, but it it just doesn't work well, and so uh, you want to beware of of square tins. You know, particularly if you're buying them, you know, uh, new. Uh, or or I, let me say it this way: if you're if you're buying it from a place where you think it's sat for a while, mm. yeah, you want to you want to look closely. Look, turn it on its side. Look very close uh, to see if you can tell if it's indented in the middle. That's kind of how you know uh, that it's still sealed, right? Uh, you don't want to open it to try to figure it out because then you're the one that opened it. But <laughs> uh, you know, but but take a look at the side, see if it's still indented in the middle, just a, just a hair, and uh, and hopefully that'll let you know if it's uh, sealed. If you press on the middle. And on the bottom center, uh, and it clicks, then you know it, it's it's been opened at some point. Oh, but wow! Um, but you know, th- this is the thing, and we always say that not just about the square vacuum steel tins, but the round ones too, like our like our Dunhill tins that we're we're talking about tonight. Um, if your goal is to age the tobacco for a long period of time and to be positive that it's that it's taken care of, I'm I'm probably. I've done this before. I'm probably going to advise you now to take the tobacco out of this can and put it in a mason jar. I mean, I, I really am. You know, I, I just in general, uh, the vacuum seal tins they uh, they 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 don't particularly last long, and and they're not reliable. Or you know, we've even seen rust in these things and stuff, just crazy stuff. You know, and so now I, some people do like to age tobaccos in these tins uh, because the aging process is slower. Uh, in, in these tins because you don't have the introduction of air, you know, in there. And the McClelland, Cornell and Deal, uh, GLP style tin, you've got some air in there. And so that's going to age uh, a little differently and, 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 you know, taste great. Um, but, you know, I would, I, you know, if it were me and I bought this and my goal is not to collect this tin, but is to smoke it one day, I'm probably going to pull it out and put it in a mason jar. And, and particularly I would do that with a, with the square style tin. So it'd be careful um, you know, when you buy those, I think, um, you know, that that's something that you want to um, want to be aware of. If you buy if you're really excited about the tobacco that's in the square scale tin uh, and want to smoke it one day, take it out, put it in a jar and, uh, and and man, sit on that stuff and you'll be you'll be happy a couple of years down the road. There you go. Well, great question, Duff. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send it into us show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question, Joe. All right, man. We got some great quick fire questions that have been sent in to us. Uh, of course, quick fire questions brought to us by the Ten Society. More on them in just a minute, man. All right, these are coming in from our boy Mark VV down in Louisiana. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is this is great. This I, is, I think he's trying to come to uh, to Jackson Pipe Night actually I, I, this this year. I so. believe that's correct. Yeah, uh, he did that, mention that, it's it's good. tough with it being a weekday, but uh, if yeah. if he's able, he's I think he is he's planning on being here. Uh, all right, so Mark VV, of course, longtime listener of of the show, uh, and I think he's having a little fun at our expense from that standpoint because the theme is let's have fun with punctuation. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Really, Mark? Is that's, this what we feel? That, that's what we're doing. No, that's great. All right. So, <clears throat> oh man, some of this is actually going to hurt to actually say. Okay. All right. All right. Pecans or pecans? Uh, pecan. We are pe- both pe- pecans. Solidly on record here it's as a, being it's a pecan. Pecans. Right. I will say this, and I will. T- I will hold fast to this. You stand by it. Anybody who says pecan is not from the South. I don't care 
if they've got a multi-billion dollar cooking whatever based off of they're just they're just so southern if they say pecan they're not from the south they, poser they are a poser <laughs> they're they're faking their accent and they're trying to to own something but no down here we say pecan because a pecan means something else down here <laughs> okay that's so the ad house that's that's right that's right so we say pecan and they're delicious <laughs> uh, pecans are not anyway uh tomato or tomato a uh, tomato tomato I mean, like it's a tomato boat. It is, but it's more fun to say tomato. <laughs> I, you know, it, it it's a tomato. I could go either way. Okay, all right. La Takia or La Tak Iha. Yeah, he, so he's saying uh, La Takia or La Takia or La Takia. So I, Lada versus Lada. I, I guess so. Okay. I mean, I, for me, I don't know. I I, I just kind of tend to in my own, you know. Uh, ridiculously uneducated Southern way, just kind of slur it all together. So, <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's Latakia. Of, of course, our our friends from um, oh, I know what he's doing here. He's saying Latakia. He's saying Latakia. Oh, yeah, and so and that, that's yeah. So our friends, a lot of friends from overseas, they um, and some folks in the states will pronounce it Latakia. That probably is closer to the original way of of saying it. I um, I don't really care. <laughs> it's still Latakia to me. Yeah, I'm I'm Latakia as well, especially since I didn't even know there was another way to say it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh butter or butter? Butter. 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 Mm. Well, you know, you hear someone say butter, and that's I mean that is that's southern, but it's that's a that's kind of that uh gentry tidewater accent that you know, well, we're going to have, yeah, y'all just come on over Get for, the for Sunday dinner. We pull out the butter and, and you know, all the uh, trimmings. Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, butter? It's, it's butter. It's butter. Yeah. 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 Uh, kale or trash? <laughs> Mark. Sorry. <laughs> kale such, or trash is such a clown. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Kale kale has its place. Generally, it's in the trash. But oh, wow. I, but I like, wow. Okay. I, 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 like, I like the occasional uh, kale. I'll go, I'll go with kale. We'll yeah. go with kale. I like, it's, 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 oftentimes, it, the kale's place is in the trash, but... But uh, but you know sometimes it's good. I'll, I'll give I it had to some kale. kale chips for uh, with dinner tonight. It was delicious. Yeah, that oh, just you just told the world that. I, I I have no problem with that. That's great. <laughs> yep. Mister lights my my mortar pipe with a with a torch with now. a torch. I know. Yeah. <laughs> never lived that down in the pipe community, right? Yeah. Man, all right. Well, great quick fire <laughs> questions, and of course, quick fire questions brought to us by the good friends at the Tin Society. Now, yes, the Tin Society is an amazing online service where you sign up and you can get pipe tobacco delivered to your house on a monthly basis. I'm talking about samples from various premium tobaccos that allow you to expand your palate, open up your worldview, and maybe, just maybe, find that new tobacco to replace what you've been looking for, searching for, hoping for, whatever that hole is in your life. Perhaps the Tin Society might be able to help you fill it. I, f I feel like you, you know, this could also, the way you just put that could be something for like eHarmony or yeah. something. <laughs> this, is, this is, you know, the, it's, it's, it's the new dating solution. We, well. lo yeah. <laughs> we love the folks at the Tin Society. Of course, they've been uh, dear friends of Country Squire Radio here for uh, for for a long time now. We're, we're very thankful for them. Uh, they have such a great concept, right? So, you know, you're regularly every single month getting these beautiful packages. You're getting exposed over and over to some of the best tobaccos in the world, both well-known, but also uh, more hidden gems, right, that they've vetted out and made sure, man, this is something that we think is uh, is is really worth the pipe community being exposed to. And so they're they're great at finding those uh, those diamonds that are that are out there. Um, you get uh, several samples each month. Uh, you get the opportunity to smoke a few bowls of each sample. Um, and then those tobaccos, you know, some of them uh, you won't connect with. Some of them you will. The, the great thing about that is that even the ones you don't, it gives you a chance to uh, reset your palate, uh, expand your 
uh, horizons, uh, understand what else is out there. And when you go back to the, to the tobaccos that you do like, uh, your palate's that much more sophisticated. You know, this is this is the fun of pipe smoking mm. is is all that nuance and appreciating the different leaves and uh, and ways of processing tobacco. So uh, if you sign up for the Tin Society, you can do that at tinsociety.com. Uh, use the code SQUIRE and you'll get 20% off your first month's service uh, if you do that. So, uh, I mean, just a great way to, uh, you know, get exposed to tobaccos from all over the world. We thank the folks from the Tin Society for sponsoring the show and we encourage you to go check them out. Your, your thoughts, thoughts, your, your comments. comments, listener feedback. All right, man, listener feedback this week. We got some great listener feedback in. First up from Alan Pack, who writes, says, hello from Brazil. I've uh, been smoking pipe for five years now and just recently came across your podcast. Instantly hooked. Your content is very educational and most importantly, entertaining. Congratulations. Uh, could you clear something up for me? The oldest episode I can find in the archive seems to be the 100th one. Uh, is there is there any way to listen to the older episodes? Thanks in advance. And again, that's from Alan Pack. Well, first of all, Alan, thank you so much for the kind words. Yeah. yeah. And uh, man, Brazil. All right. I was, uh, you know, we, we say it's international. And it's always nice when y'all validate us. In that, in that fact, in that fact. Um, so great question. So uh, yes and no and yes. So yes, uh, the the first 100 episodes we had available on a exclusive feed that was available to those that were supporting the show through Patreon, uh, our club members. Uh, in fact, if you go to patreon.com slash country squire radio, you can learn a little bit more about the, uh, the pipe club, the Patreon account, how you can help support the show, all that great stuff. We'll mention that again at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, then uh, I want to say it was early this year. Pottery got hacked uh, pretty, pretty hard and shut down a lot of a lot of feeds that existed in the old format. Right. No, that's right. And it has been, uh, you know, if I'm just being honest, it has been a nightmare to clean that situation up. Um, the various feeds have had varying levels of priorities. So, for example. Uh, we have had the, whoever hacked the site was doing so it appears to, uh, target one specific show, not this one. Uh, and so they retargeted that show and actually got it removed from iTunes. And it was, a it was just, it's been this kind of constant, uh, battle with whomever is kind of the, trying to hit us. And so anyway, all that to say that show's kind of taken priority at trying to get that fixed. Now I can say that that, uh, right before I went on vacation, that show was fixed. So the next in the priority line is the Country Squire Radio Archive. So all that to say, yeah. very soon, yeah. I will go yeah. ahead and make commitment to, uh, to, to you, Alan, uh, to you, John David, and to you, everyone who's listening. Uh, those first hundred episodes will be back and available before the end of this year. Uh, in some form or fashion for for patrons and those that are sponsoring the show. And, and the easiest way to do this, I'll just be honest with you, is putting the files like in a Dropbox folder, but that's not the most convenient for you. It, it's convenient for like us, but it's not convenient yeah, for you. Yeah, as far as consuming, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so we want to try to get it in a, a better way that allows you to be able to enjoy the content as opposed to just kind of opening the file and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, worst case scenario, if that's what we got to do, that's what we got to do. And, you know, to some extent, uh, well, anyway, all that to say, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, but like I said, that, that is now, that is currently my, my top priority, uh, as, as I reenter these, these United States. And yep. so, yep. um, uh, hopefully we'll have that up, uh, in an announcement sooner rather than later, but definitely, definitely before the end of the year. Um, 
All right. Hope that hope that answers no, I the think question. That's good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you took the time to um to let her let her folks know that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. All right. Next up, man, we got uh, one in from uh, Commodore. What does Commodore have to say? Hey, it's your boy Commodore Perry. It's your boy Commodore Perry. He spelled boy B O I, which we, we had to ask if that was a thing. Yeah. And uh, we yeah. had a millennial in the room who get, uh, hooked us up with the Well, we technically all are, which is terrifying. But anyway. Um, I'll deny it till I die. But anyway, um, so it, it's your boy, Commodore Perry. A while back, I saw a whole box of Aristocob refills at my local pipe shop and had no idea what they were. I Googled Aristocob pipe and found the coolest, most authentic pipe I had seen. Who made these inserts? None other than the illustrious Missouri Meerschaum. I soon went back and bought the rest of the box refills, seven boxes of three. I got an Aristocob shortly after... Uh, and have thoroughly enjoyed this pipe with all the tobaccos. Can you give me some history behind the pipe maker and its functionality? I do not understand why such an innovative pipe uh, was discontinued. Thanks for the wealth of information you boys deliver week in, week out, uh, convincing me uh, to give bourbon another shot and regretting it every time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Aristocob pipe... Uh, actually, my friend Ricky, who is a, a picker, he you know he goes around to these uh, yard sales and uh, estate sales and stuff. He gets all this stuff. Well, he he brought a box of these in not too long ago. But the Aristocob, um, it was this metal pipe, think like the Falcon, but it had uh, it had cob inserts for the bowl rather than briar inserts, and so it was a you know you swapped out basically your 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 cob bowl into the pipe rather than putting a briar insert in the pipe is really interesting you know and th- this was uh you know very popular for years you can still find occasionally these sets i think they're becoming more and more valuable um but you know you you take off the the top of the metal pipe you pull out your one cob and you put the other one in and it's just it's got these little cob refills very interesting um and so um you know that's uh that that's been out there. I don't know much about it, other than I've just seen a couple in person most recently with uh, my friend Ricky that uh, was here in the shop. So um, I'll try to do a little research on that. I I don't really know, um, you know, much about it. Like I said, but I think it's a cool idea, and um, you know, would would like to know more. I you know, these are things that I'm mystified that went away. But you know, at some point you're like, well, I mean, stuff comes and goes. So yeah, I don't know. Well, yep. and, and the great thing is we could always yep. revisit for a uh, for a future episode of Country Square Radio. No, that's right. That's right. Well, uh, great yeah. listener feedback. Also, the tweets have been coming in. Uh, everybody's really, really excited to uh, to be joining us and yeah, uh, adding adding their two cents via Twitter. Our friend uh, Hawker the Love Doctor he uh, asks uh, guest John David's pipe. He said, "Well, it's a bulldog. Is that a Camoys? And uh, it is. It is. My beautiful <laughs> wife uh, bought me this pipe a couple Ooh. years ago. Before she was my wife, and uh, and I and I love this. She pipe. knew the way so to your heart. She she did. She did. <laughs> Brian uh, chips in. He's like, I love my friends from Mississippi. Brian, thanks so much. And again, congrats on uh, just such a great great legacy, man. Yeah, lots of stuff going on here. We've the gift got, game is tight tonight. Uh, it's 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 on it's on point. Uh, our friend Varge, he says, I've got dibs on the blend night under night c underscore app (laughs) and uh i like this really odilio he says do you have a sense for how blenders think about consumers aging their products or do you only think in terms of immediate consumption Ooh, that's a great question this is a question that could be its own episode and that's a that's a great question and i've never had it posed to me exactly like that although i think about this regularly as i'm you know experimenting um yeah, I, I think most blenders are thinking about immediate consumption, 
Of course, you have the blends that are very intentionally set aside for aging, like the Cornell and Deal uh, Cellar Series. You know, it's like, well, you're supposed to put these back. The peak will be in, you know, eight to 10 years or whatever they say. And, and I think that's really cool. Um, you know, a lot of blenders are going to age their tobaccos um, before they put them out. And so you've got, you know, this tobacco has been aged and now we're putting them out. Um, you know, but I, I think when the tobaccos are mixed, a lot of times, you know, folks are thinking, okay, well, you're, you're supposed to go ahead and open this up and smoke it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's merit to both. Uh, I do think most, uh, most blenders on the market are thinking about immediate consumption. Um, I'd like to see less of that. I'd like to see folks, uh, you know, playing the long game a little more. So we'll, uh, we'll see where that goes. Fascinating. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I just made a note. So uh, if uh, if there's a, a show to be done in the future, yeah, that's we'll, good. I like that. We'll definitely re- revisit it. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, thanks to everybody who's uh, who's been tuning in to uh, the live show tonight. Of course, um, you know we we always love uh, doing the show live. You know, and uh, I, the guest John David's pipe. You know, whenever we do the show at the uh, at the studio versus here, yeah, I we think can't. You're right. One of one of the biggest. Uh, I I see it on Twitter. Like, oh, we can't guess John David's pipe tonight. <laughs> you know, and so uh, so you know, n- next time we're doing it in the studio, you should bring like a pipe along just to have somewhere in there. We could put. Yeah, it, no, that's right. Like yeah. a little Where's Waldo somewhere in the background or just something. Just kind of like see that. who gets it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 figure out how to incorporate okay, that in the future. But uh, but one way or the other, one thing that has been the case over the last several weeks is that the the live show has been kind of uh, jumping around a little bit in terms of time, in terms of place, that that sort of thing. So from that standpoint, uh, we're still kind of going through a little bit of a, a figuring out, um, you know, wh- where is the Goldilocks in, in the current uh, era of Country Squire Radio? You know, not not too hot, not too, too cold, you know, not too late, not too early. Uh, <laughs> we want it just right. So we're, we're still trying to kind of work, work through what that looks like. Uh, but all that to be said... With the live show, uh, we'll be sure to put out on Twitter and Facebook. Hey, we're going live at this time. Uh, you know, be sure to tune in. So, never been a better time to head over to Facebook, head over to Twitter. Uh, make sure you're following us over there. You can follow, of course, the show at Squire Radio, or you can follow us individually. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, all those links and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. All right, man. Dude, I had fun. Attack of the Clones. I, had fun. <laughs> I, I, I love Brian. He said this show is much better than the actual Attack of the Clones. Wow, that is that is extremely not high praise. Which I, I that, no, that's true. That's very mediocre praise. At but best. I think at least accurate. Yeah, right. We're better than it Star would. Wars. That's how I'm going to try to interpret. That. No, you're right. There you go. You could interpret it that way. Uh, sleep on we're, that. We're better than the worst Star Wars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marginally. Holiday special notwithstanding. Yeah, yeah. That's good. (laughs) That makes me happy. All right, man. Let's go have a night. See you, buddy. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 